Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up Forging Life Podcast and join our page. You guys, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy season number two of the Forging Life Podcast. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Forging Life Podcast. I am your host, Trey Ryder, and today I have a special guest with me, Todd Ross, who is an amazing entrepreneur, uh, military veteran. I'll have him explain a lot more about who he is. And he and I, we actually met uh, in our personal development growth. And now he's doing a lot of personal development and actually coaching uh, with, it was Tony and Dean's uh, KBB group. Hopefully I'm not messing that up. I'm actually just going off the memory here. And uh, so I'm going to actually shut up and let Todd uh, come in and tell us a little bit about him, who he is and what he is currently doing. Welcome, Todd. Thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me <laughs> on here. Um, man, you, I mean, you teed this up pretty good. Um, what can I tell you about myself? I, I'm, I'm online every day. I'm changing people's lives, and I love doing it. And you mentioned, you know, KBB, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint uh, platform. And um, that has really, really changed my life because it was, it was back in 2019. Uh, let's see, March of 2019 when I first started, I just went full time. I said, you know what, I'm leaving my job. I'm done with all this nonsense. And, and I'm going, I'm just I'm going to burn the boats. You know, Tony Robbins has that, that famous saying, you know, if you're going to take the island, you got to burn the boats. And that's what I did. And I got to tell you, I'm, I wouldn't look back. I, I just, I don't look back. It, it's just being an entrepreneur is something that I'd always wanted to be. And um, I tried it back in 2000 you know, after the big 2000, um, you know, the Y2K stuff that happened. And I just, I wasn't very successful at that. And I got in business with a friend of mine that I went to high school with. And, you know, one thing led to another. We were in business together for about a year. And then things started falling apart. You know, him and I just didn't have the same ideas when it came to business. And so that, put me back into the rat race, you know, back into corporate America. And I ended up moving over to Nevada and then back, you know, back down to California where it all started when, uh, when I joined the Marine Corps back in uh, 1991. And, you know, ever since that, uh, ever since that time, it's been just a constant, constant growth pattern. I was in a marriage for 20 years uh, that ended back in 2000 and gosh, what was it? 2016. And then I got remarried a couple of years ago to my wonderful wife, who is the love of my life. And we blended two families together. And, you know, kind of going back, rewinding a little bit, when I first met her, um, I was going through a lot. I was going through a lot. I was driving to work every day. And uh, one day I just, I broke down and, and I'm, you know, I'm on like the 15 South going into San Diego, 90 miles an hour, almost hundred miles an hour. Cause that's how fast 
people drive down there. And, um, and I just started, I just broke down. I just started crying. I didn't know what to do. I, I was bawling. I've never, I've never cried like this before, um, except when I lost my mom back in 2009. And it was a really tough moment for me because all I wanted to do was just jerk the wheel left because I was in the far left-hand lane. I just wanted to jerk the wheel left, put it in the wall and be done with it. And um, I knew that if I did something like that, then my kids would grow up without a dad. And I've got five girls um, who really were depending on me to, to be strong for them. And for that moment, um, I wasn't. And so that really started me down the path of like self-realization, um, understanding that there's more than just me that needs me. And, but I knew that if I was going to, if I was going to improve myself, I needed to figure out how to improve myself. And the first step that I took, and I, and I certainly don't, I certainly don't recommend this to everybody, but it was the step that I personally had to take um, was to end a 20 year marriage. And I did, and it caused a lot of problems and, you know, but it, it had, it had to have happened for me to, to take that first step towards growth. And if I hadn't taken that first step towards growth, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. You know, and this was, this was four, four and a half years ago. So, you know, it, it was so important for me to make that step, to take that, to take that action. And again, I, I certainly don't, you know, recommend everybody do this, but if you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in, or, or if you're just struggling so much that, that you just don't know which way is up, you, you have to take drastic action in your life if you want to improve it. And that was the mentality that I got into. And then uh, two years ago, I kind of found, I, not kind of, I did, I found uh, my next direction in life. And that was KBB, Dean Graziosi, Tony Robbins put together this program called the Knowledge Broker Blueprint. Blueprint and it really helped me understand, you know, what my life was going to look like from that point on. You know, it's funny, when I was working in corporate America, uh, I started working for a healthcare company when I first moved back to San Diego and I worked for them for 10 years. But I told my boss at the time that I am, I'm out of here October 3rd of 2020. And then, you know, time went on, a couple of years went on and then they, they brought in someone else as, a, as a, a layer between my boss and I, as between all of us project managers and our boss to manage all of us. And I told him the same thing. And then I got moved to another department uh, because they split up all the project managers and, and started divvying them out by department. I told my boss the same thing, October 3rd, 2020. And I kept to that. And, um, you know, it was sooner than October 3rd of 2020 which is a, a huge blessing to me because having that program, it really gave me that perspective. It gave me that, that vision of being able to figure out what I was going to do with the rest of my life. And like, you know, like they say, the rest is history. So that's, you know, that is kind of, that's a whole bunch of information all in about a 10 year time, time span. So I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting here taking notes as we you're speaking. And everything from corporate America to uh, not being successful in 2000 as an entrepreneur to uh, your first step in self-development for yourself. And sometimes we are around the toxic people or toxic relationships that truly are not growing 
either individual. And then the, you know, it comes down to the question, well, why are we here? And, you know, like Tony Robbins, some of the things they talk about is the difference between a relationship and a marriage is the intimacy. And sometimes we can sit there and be friends, but it's not the same. And, you know, I applaud you for understanding and looking at your life and the visions and really realizing what you needed to do. And you, you hit it right on Tony Robbins, burn the boats. And like you, I have five kids. So, and I am the sole provider for my family and it can be very hard to take that step. And, you know, the sense of security where you're in corporate America and you have that paycheck coming in. And I'm saying all of this on repeat for a reason. And what you do now, yes, you're helping coach individuals uh, through KBB. You're actually a mentor that is actually doing live training with them. But you're also doing other things on top of that. So first, I want to ask you about the, the failure that you talked about in 2000. And how, what do you contribute to the, the failure or the steps in failure during that time? Well, number one, you know, any failure is, this is the first step to success. So I find it as not necessarily as my, uh, my downfall, but as a way for me to get on a path that I needed to follow to be where I'm at here today. And the reason that the relationship fell apart, he was, he was a guy that I went to high school with. We actually met up at, um, at our high school reunion, our 10-year high school reunion. And um, we thought, hey, you know, he, he already started a business. And I thought, you know, I, I can contribute to this. You know, I've got a lot of great technical information. I was, a, I was a Microsoft Windows certified engineer. I was teaching classes at the college. And I, I thought, man, you know what? I, I really want to go into business for myself because I don't want to work. And I knew this from, from the time that I got out of the Marine Corps. I just knew that I wasn't corporate America material. I was not, I was not meant to be in, um, you know, living that corporate life. And a lot of people are, and that's fine. Um, it's the people that I want to uh, talk to that don't want to be in that. But um, it, it really became a, a stepping stone for me. We had different ideals. I wanted to grow the business. He wanted to kind of keep the status quo. And so we decided that we were just going to keep our friendship intact because that was the most important thing and decide that we were not going to stay in business together. And, it, you know, it was, it was the best thing for us. Yes, I could have started up my own business, but, you know, I was pretty young at the time. I didn't have the knowledge uh, that I needed, not, not just technical knowledge or business knowledge, but I didn't have the mindset. I wasn't in that mindset uh, place in my life where I could say, you know what, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep going. Even though I was in the Marine Corps um, and I have that never give up attitude, you know, you know that too, being in the army, being in the military, you just have that, I'm not going to give up attitude, but I, I faltered. And I did, I did give up and I went back to what I thought was security only to find out that there's no security in the corporate world. I mean, I have more security today being an entrepreneur because I get to decide what I'm gonna work on. I get to decide where I'm gonna go, who I'm gonna to talk to, the relationships that I get to establish with people, the type of people that I have around me. 
You know, I get to decide if I'm going to have these awesome entrepreneurs that are very successful, not employees that don't want to, that don't want to be in their job. And then you hear all of their stuff, you know, all their crap, all of their, they're complaining about this or that, or they just, they're in that, that negative mindset. I, and I, I have to interject, and this is yeah. very important for anybody that's sitting here listening, is Todd, what you're saying is you got to decide who is around you. Mm-hmm. You create your social circle. So I, I'm saying this not to you, but for the audience in general, is right now you decide who is around you. And that includes family members. You talked Absolutely. about it. You had That was part of your, your personal development path is getting the right people around you. So I love what you're sitting here talking about. I'm sorry that I cut you off, but it was- No, that's fine. I I need people to understand because I've talked about this numerous times. And so when you you noticed back in, in 2000 that it wasn't the right fit. So becoming an entrepreneur back in 2019, what was different then? So- if you didn't, you said uh, that you didn't have the knowledge as an entrepreneur. Did you gain knowledge from 2000 to 2019 to be able to do that? Or did you just commit yourself and tell us about this? Well, I certainly gained knowledge, but it wasn't too long after uh, that, you know, after we separated that I went a different way. You know, I moved my family from Oregon to Nevada and got back into a job again. I got into gold mining and, and um, I worked for the federal government for a period of time. I worked in the casinos. That's all there was up there in Northeast Nevada. Um, for some of you that might know Elko, but there's always a reason for all of this. And life happens for us, not to us, right? Tony Robbins tells us that all the time. And I truly, truly believe that. I met one of the most incredible people that used to be an instructor for my daughter in ballet you know, by that move, by going up to, uh, up to Nevada. And um, I met her, uh, or I reconnected with her again after 10 years uh, through KBB. She ended up going through KBB. I went through KBB. And you know, that's a small group of people. There's, you know, there's over, what, almost 8 billion people or, yeah, almost 8 billion people in the world. KBB is 35,000 strong. The chances of me actually meeting up with someone that I, I used to live almost next door to for eight years is absolutely bizarre, but you, it's, it's like a testament. It says, okay, you were meant to do whatever you were meant to do. And now she was a guest on my podcast um, and we have really grown in our relationship that way. So it's been just, it's been tremendous. I, I don't know if that answered your question. I, I kind of went off <laughs> on you a little bit. So I apologize for that, Trey. Um, that's all right. So ultimately you, you gained over the 19 years, you gained experience and I'm guessing the, the mindset to go along with the entrepreneurship to be able to really say, look, it doesn't matter what life is throwing at me right now. We're here for a purpose and going all in, even if it meant failing and then continuing, understand that, that failure, because we have two decisions in, in our life. To either do something or not do something and you chose to do something and then you come across that failure or you know a challenge and you have that same decision to do something or to not do something that's it and it, it's either a yes mentality uh like that movie was it uh with 
Jim Carrey, Yes Man, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just about the fact that applying yourself and you will get those experiences needed to be successful. And the times that we sit there and we quit on ourselves, it, that same challenge will continue showing up in our life. And that's because we haven't learned the lesson that we need to move forward. So enough about me sitting here ranting. Um, I wanted to actually talk a, a little bit about what you're currently doing. You talked about corporate America. And over this time period, you actually were in corporate America. And now your job at, or as an entrepreneur, what you choose to do is, correct me if I'm wrong, help those that are in corporate America switch over to be entrepreneurs. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. Awesome. So tell us a little bit, a little bit about what you do. I, I know you're not going to sit there and give us all of your, your great nuggets of wisdom, but uh, in a nutshell, if you can break some things down for us. And all of my wisdom is already out there on the internet. You know, um, it, it really is. It's, it's in my videos. It's in uh, my go lives on, on my, uh, my inner circle. It's on my Facebook, everything that I know I get it out there because I want to share it with everybody else. So I'll, I'll kind of, uh, I'll go back a little bit, give you a little context. When I first started my business back in 2019, after I had gone through the KBB course, I knew two things. I I'm a real estate agent. I'm a licensed real estate agent. I got it because I wanted to help my wife because she's really the real estate agent. She's been doing it for uh, 19 plus years. And I knew project management. And those are the two things that I thought I needed to, one of those I need to get in business with. So I ended up um, starting out with another guy that is, that was a Marine. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we really connected through KBB, Shane Thrault, really, really upstanding guy. I love that guy. He's one of the head trainers for, uh, for the course that him and I teach together. And we wanted to see how we could reach realtors because that's what we knew. He's a realtor as well. And that didn't really prove to be what we were really after because it didn't, it didn't provide that purpose. It didn't provide that, um, you know, that excitement to work with realtors and show them how to, how to improve their business. So, you know, I would wake up in the morning and this is really a testament or a, a sign of, do you are you really doing what you love to do? If you wake up in the morning and you are just, boom, you are ready to go and you want to create and you want to do all these fantastic things in your business or even at your job, then you know you're in the right space. But if you wake up and you're like, oh my God, I don't want to get up. It's, I don't want to drive to work. I don't want to go deal with people's crap at work. I don't want to get deal with my boss. I don't want to create, I don't want to work on this project. Then you know that you're not in the right space. You've lost your purpose. And, and that is so important. Five years from now, I had to be comfortable in the fact that I was doing what I love to do. And so realtors, working with realtors, that wasn't it. So I thought, okay, well, I know project management. Let me try that. That lasted all of about five seconds. Like, no, no, I'm not doing that. But you know what I have a real passion for is taking people that don't want to be working in a job. Now, I don't want to, I don't want to pull the people out of working a job that they just truly love what they do. Um, and there are plenty of people out there that love what they do. There's 14% of the population loves what they do in their job or is working in a job that they wanted to work in. 86% um, of the population are not happy working the job that they're working. Now, these, these numbers might have skewed a little bit with the pandemic, 
because it's amazing when you know you're going to lose something, how much more appreciative or how much more you're going to love it, right? But after we get out of this pandemic and jobs open up again, that's going to shift. That's going to change. But those are the people that I really want to impact are the people that don't want to be working a job every day. That They know that there's something out there more for them than just showing up to work every day and dealing with people's crap. And so I started a program called the 30 day entrepreneur. And it took me about a year and a half, almost two years to craft this program because I really wanted to make sure that I was giving everybody that entered the program, the tools, number one, the tools that they needed, the mindset that they needed. And the very first thing that I start out with people on is why are you doing what you want to do? Why are you starting a business? Why are you going into a relationship? Why are you going down to buy oranges at the store? There has to be a solid foundation, a solid why as to why you want to do what you want to do, because that's going to carry you through. And everybody knows entrepreneurship is a freaking roller coaster. You know, you have your highs and you have your lows. And when you hit your lows, you need something that's going to pull you back and say, okay, my family, I want my kids to be proud of me. I want my wife to be proud of me. I, I don't want people to, I don't want to let people down. That's what's going to carry you through. And that's the very first thing you need to do is figure out that why. And then, you know, through the program, I go through them on the, who do you want to serve? What does your ideal client look like? Let's niche them down right to the, do they have nine fingers or 10? You know, it, it will go as far as we need to go to make sure that, that we're really serving people at the highest possible level. Um, I work with people that I work with everybody, but my niche, my marketing materials are really geared towards people that work in the travel industry, the healthcare industry, and the auto industry. Men ages 35 to 50 uh, that want to leave their jobs, they, their hobbies include um, travel, tech gadgets. You know, so I went pretty far down into uh, the weeds on, on who I was, what my ideal customer looks like. Lo and behold, I'm getting, you know, I work with women. I work with, uh, with uh, men and women that are, you know, ages 18 to 18 to 40. So, it, you know, it really doesn't mean that I limited myself to who I would work with. It just means that when I was figuring out my target audience, that those are the people that, that I was looking for. You know, I, and, I love what you're saying because that was one of the things I struggled with when I started out. It was actually back in 2019 as well. And, you know, I just wanted to sit there and talk to any and everybody that would listen. And when you're talking to everybody, nobody's listening because it doesn't relate to them. And it, yeah. that's so important what you're currently doing. You, you said that's a 30-day um, 30 entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Yep. Okay. And, and is so, that something we can add into the show notes for anybody that might be interested in looking into that? Absolutely, yeah. Um, go to www.toddvross, V as in Vincent, Ross.com. And you can download my free entrepreneur's toolkit, which um, is uh, 26 pages now, I think. I've got some, I got some really good information there, both mindset tools as well as some technical things like what topic can you go live on Facebook with today? you know, based off of what type of a, whether you're a mindset coach or, or just mindset in general, uh, health and wellness, relationships, um, business. So I've got these calendars that are all throughout the year, uh, 2021, and it's for life. For as long as I have a business or I'm, I'm breathing, I will continue to update that calendar with topics that people can use to go live. And so I've got a lot of really good tools in there. 
And with my 30 Day Entrepreneur uh, course, the objective is to start out with your why and then get to your product launch, get a product out there. And we do a lot of things in between, between setting up your website, you know, getting a domain, your branding, your marketing, everything that you would absolutely need to be able to start a business. And most of it is like free. Like I teach a, a Canva tool, Canva's free. You don't have to pay for that. And it's a fantastic tool. Everybody loves it. I mean, most, most everybody I know that is in the online business world uses Canva. So there's a lot of tools in there that are available to my clients. And then after that, I mean, I, I don't just leave you. I don't leave them there. I do a four week group coaching to help them further get themselves established within their niche and get their name out there, get their face out there. Um, I've started working with a PR firm and that's going to, that's going to be able to provide uh, you know, value to my students as well. So there's a lot of opportunity to be able to start your business and be able to walk away from your job within 30, 30 to 60 days. So. And what you said is, I agree. I use Canva for a lot of my stuff, even for this podcast. And when I go and I set up the flyers just to announce uh, the upcoming uh, episodes, I use Canva. You know, I just do a couple switches of the print and the pictures and voila, it's done and ready to go. So that is awesome. I'm actually going to go check that out. That's toddvross.com. Yep. Awesome. Yep. So hopefully you guys are listening to this. Because I, I know I do have entrepreneurs that are currently out there, some that are trying to figure out some of these tools to use and how I'm setting certain things up. Well, guess what? Todd already upped the level. So go get the free information. And I want to jump back here. You you brought this up a couple of times about vision. Even before you started this entrepreneur journey and burning the vote, the boats, Talk about this vision, because this is an important thing in life, whether you're starting a business or you're married and you have this relationship, you want it to move forward. What about this vision? What is so important about it? Well, the most important thing about vision is your destination. Where do you want to go? Um, I'm always, you know, I, I use this analogy or this, uh, I guess, analogy or uh, the scene in, you know, Alice in Wonderland when she walks into the Cheshire Cat and the Cheshire Cat's like, where do you want to go? And she says, well, I want to go anywhere. And the cat says, well, okay, any road will get you there. And I remember, you know, listening back a few years ago when I went to a Tony Robbins UPW event, and that was very specific to what he was talking about. You have to have a destination in mind. You've got to have a vision for where you want your life to go. If you don't have a destination, you're going to be driving all over the place, uh, trying to find roads to get wherever you want to go. But if you don't know where you want to go, you know, what's the point? You know, you're just, you're expending a lot of energy, you're expending a lot of, um, you know, frustration. And, and you, if you don't, if you don't have a clear destination in mind, how are you going to build a road to get there? I guess is my point. And that's huge, man. I appreciate you taking the time to explain that. I can sit here and talk till I'm blue in my face, but I, I try to show everybody there is a pattern. There's a pattern to success. There's a pattern to everything we do in life and our habits and our beliefs and what you're speaking of. The first thing is to understand where you're going, have that, that roadmap. You don't even have to have a, a roadmap. Just pick a destination on the map. Then you figure out the rest of the stuff as you're going. So uh, for you, some of the questions I, I 
asked within our chart uh, before even getting onto this podcast, what has actually helped you with your right mindset? I, to kind of put this in perspective, even before you decided to jump on this podcast with me, I put a poll out there to the group. And one of the things they talked about was mindset. And this is some of what we are hitting on. So I'm going to do several different things with multiple people on mindset because mindset is a very deep hole to go down. So is there anything on mindset that you can uh, kind of give us some pointers on and how people can understand mindset and something they need to understand deeply about? Hopefully that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the very first step to changing your mindset is understanding that you need to change your mindset and understanding the difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. And then you have to start educating yourself. You've, you've got to surround yourself with people that have that growth mindset, that, 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 that are the vision or the, or the picture of who you want to emulate your life after. If you pick people like Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, Russell Brunson, Jeff Walker, I mean, there's a whole host of people out there that are very successful. Um, Brendan Burchard is one of my favorites because he talks about mindset constantly and about success. And, and so you have to educate yourself. You've got to watch videos. You've got to find the right people. You've got to surround yourself with the right people. I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, um, but I had to cut eyes. I had to cut relationships with people that were not building me up, that were not, that were not positive to my, my life's outcome. They were, I don't even know if toxic is the right word. Some of them were, uh, but they just didn't, they didn't support me in my vision and my quest and my mission. And so I had to remove people from my life or at least limit the amount of time that I was around them. I would never eliminate family from my life, even though um, I don't talk to some of them as often, but I limit the amount of exposure that I have to them. So that way I don't get constantly brought down into whatever drama they are projecting that day. Because there's so many people in this life that, that want to live in the past. They wanna replay that old crappy movie of you know how this was done to them and and they're not willing to move forward and so that they'll bring you down they'll bring you right into that mess with them and i'm not always strong enough to be able to clean up that mess uh you know i i'm not always strong enough to be able to exist in that mess I, you know i will always provide support and assistance to the people that want it but there are some people that just don't want it they want to constantly live in that, that old story that they've been telling themselves for so long. And so that's what I would say, realize that you need to have a, a growth mindset then start educating yourself as to what a growth mindset looks like. And then, um, and then change, change your environment, change the people around you, bring people in that support you. I don't remember who it was that said that the sum of, of your worth is the five closest people around you or the five nearest people around you. And that is so true. You surround yourself with good, positive, successful people. You will be positive and successful. You surround yourself with people that live in the past or um, are, are constantly bringing you down. That's who you're going to be. 
no matter how hard you try to pull yourself out of it, you're constantly going to be dragged into it. So hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, and that comes down to the law of average. And you can have those up moments, those down moments, but they're, everything will end up averaging out the way it needs to within the places that you're putting yourself into. And what I actually put down, because a couple of things, T-Mobile, maybe I, I talked about either in one of my lives or podcast, I can't remember, but T-Mobile back in the day, they had that uh, five closest friends back when you mm -hmm. had to actually pay for minutes those five closest friends you could actually call unlimited. So it's very interesting how one upon my journey here that it really goes down to even the smallest uh, spot within a phone that makes you realize that. And then the last thing I, I wanted to hit on is you were talking about people, they have to want to change. And there's a difference between a handout and a hand up. Mm -hmm. Those that will sit there and constantly put their hand out to, to get something will always end up empty handed. Those that are putting their hand out for to a hand up, then that's when you can start changing. So I really appreciate what you were speaking about. And one of the other things I wanted to, to quickly jump into is what is a book that has actually changed your life? Because they, and Everybody I've talked to, everybody that has turned their mess into their message, everybody that started from nothing to something has been a reader. And they say leaders are readers. So what book or books do you tend to find yourself either revisiting or one that's just stuck with you? Um, well, the one that's really stuck with me is Think Like a Warrior, which was a fantastic uh, book and it was about um, a basketball coach that you know was struggling in or I'm, I'm sorry a football coach that was struggling with um, taking his team to uh, to the Super Bowl and and it started out when he was in college and, and he was doing really well and he became this very well-known coach uh, but then he took on a new job as a head coach and he started struggling he was failing a lot. And he was blaming a lot of, a lot of people around him for the mistakes. And he started, he was, he was visited by, you know, five past coaches, uh, some of the most well-known coaches in history uh, that have passed away. And it was all about teaching him how to change his mindset to, to a growth mindset, because he was a very fixed mindset. He, he, he was very, you know, he was very well known. He was like a superstar and he tried to go into a whole new organization with that superstar, I can't do anything wrong type mentality, only to find out that it wasn't the same organization. He had to change. He had to change his mindset. And so that was one of my favorite books to read. It's, it's a really, I didn't want to put it down. I, I think I read that book in like three days, um, if even that. And, um, but, you know, some of the other books that I really, really enjoy are like Principles by Ray Dalio, um, the um, uh, Underdog, uh, Underdog Advantage by Dean Graziosi. He also wrote one called Millionaire, Millionaire Success Habits. I read a lot of Tony Robbins books, but I also read a lot of just articles that are uplifting. Um, and, the, and the way that I got this idea, instead of just reading constant business books, is what, um, uh, gosh, what's his name? 
<laughs> Bill Gates. Bill Gates did. He reads uh, approximately 50 to 60 books a year, but they're not all about business. They're not all about self-improvement. Some of these books are engineering books or some things that are, are you know, very interesting. He doesn't read any fiction. They're all nonfiction, um, but they're, he, he separated the, or not separated, but he, he didn't focus so much on the business books as he did diversifying the types of reading that he was doing. I went through this when I first started business. I was just reading business book after business book after motivational book. And, and it's great. I, but I became a, was that a serial, uh, serial reader instead of a serial action taker. And so my business suffered for that. It was great to have that knowledge and it was great to have that education, but I sacrificed it for actually taking action because I wanted everything to be perfect. I thought, oh man, I need to know everything that I need to know about what I'm doing before I can really get it out there. And I learned that that wasn't the case. I needed to read as a way to educate myself, but not let that be my sole focus before I actually started taking action in my business and putting stuff out there and talking to people and creating connections, uh, creating relationships with people and saying, hey, Trey, what is it you'd like to see? You know, what, what can I do to serve you? How can I help you move from the corporate life into entrepreneurship? What would be the most valuable thing that, that you could take away or that, or that you would need from me to be able to make that, that step? So I, I was just, I was reading a lot. And my coach at the time said, hey, Todd, stop reading. I was like, what do you mean stop reading? I'm like, I'm learning so much. And she says, yeah, what have you accomplished so far? Uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> so I went through that and um, it, it was, it, that was a good turning point in my life where I was like, okay, let me put out a course. I got three more coming. I'm writing a book. I've got a planner out there. You know, so it's like, I said, all right, I'm going to put it all out there. I'm just going to go for it. And, and now I've got, you know, starting tomorrow night, I put together a focus group. We're going to, we're going to build a whole new course about mastering your mindset. And so I'm super, super excited about that. And I just said, I'm just going to start establishing, you know, relationships with people and start surrounding myself with more people that want to take their lives to the next level. And we can all do it together. Um, I started, I started a new, um, a new idea, either a podcast or a, uh, or a course called the rising tide, because I want to take everybody with me, entrepreneurs. I just, I want to take everybody, everybody that I've made connections with everybody that wants to live life on their own terms. I want to take them all with me and I want to elevate everybody along with me. I don't want to be up there all by myself. Yeah, that's amazing. And what you're talking about is exactly what I'm doing with this podcast right now. You know, I personally, I, I want to get a course out there this year uh, in regards to helping leaders and not just leaders, but parents as well, because guess what? Parents are leaders. They just have to change their mindset to, to actually wrap their head around the fact that they are leaders and actually get these people, help them with their mindset and actually go into communication styles. You, you see me, I'm standing up. I know people listening right now cannot see me. I stand up for a reason. It's helping me with my energy and it's expressing the way I need to. And what people don't get out of a podcast is how my facial expressions, my eyebrow raises, my mouth, my nose moves. 
And there's a lot of different portions that go on and uh, we lose a lot of communication within just listening. So we have to actually perk a lot of different things up, but we can also tell if somebody's going to come at us or about to hit us or anything else, it all comes from body language. So yeah. that's one of the things I'm talking about in regards to entrepreneurship mindset and actually becoming a stronger leader through uh, putting that stuff in together. So you skimmed over this and I, this is something I didn't know about you is your book. What is this book? Well, my book is called the 30 day entrepreneur. And, it, and it's all about how I started my life. And it, the very first thing I talk about is the fact that I wanted to commit suicide and that I was severely depressed. And, and then how I started to shift and how I started to change my life. And then I developed this 30-day entrepreneur program. So out of two years of figuring it all out, I created a program that people can you know, really absorb and, and digest within 30 days. And so I, I really wanted to take my course and put it into book form because there's a lot of people that, that really like the book form. And I, I don't charge people for it. Um, you know, all they have to do is pay for shipping and handling. But that's coming out in April. And um, this will be my very first book. And it's always something that I wanted to do. So, um, and I, I developed a planner, you know, a 90-day uh, ultimate success planner. That is really, you know, I, I took, like I, like I was saying earlier, I went out and I asked people, what would be, you know, what, what would a success planner look like to you? What kinds of things would you want to have in your planner if you were going to keep track of your day-to-day? -day? And most of these people that I talk to do, they write their day-to-day, -day, they go in on Sundays, they plan out their entire week, um, and, um, and then they, they take mental uh, note of where they are, what their energy level is. Uh, you know, what their positivity rate is, what their, you know, just a real, a real strong self-assessment each week. And then at the end of the week, they do, a, they do another self-assessment that says, hey, did I accomplish everything that I wanted to this week? Did I stay positive? Did I uplift people? Did I change at least one person's life each day? And by changing lives, it means just going to, you know, going through Starbucks and, and paying for someone's drink, you know, that you're in front of. It doesn't have to be a, like a, a huge life-changing event where they just like had this super epiphany. And so um, I don't know where I was going with this train. <laughs> you just you just let me keep going, so I I just kept going <laughs> because that's being authentic. You know, it, it was all about your book. Hey, you skimmed over it, so we didn't even know you had a book to begin with. So, is there a place that people can pre-register to get this book or? Is there yeah, a absolutely. wait list or anything? Yeah, there is. There's a wait list. Um, if you go to www.toddvross.com, down towards the bottom, there's a, a little link there to register for my book when it comes out. That's so amazing. A picture of my book. You know, one of the things you were talking about in your book about suicide, you know, your thoughts at suicide, and it, it started coming to me about this one story. And I don't, I can't remember his name. But he was bullied in school and constant negative things. His mindset was constantly negative. And, you know, he, he thought about killing himself. And he sat there and talked about killing himself to himself. And then he said he was going to go jump off the bridge. And unless I'm getting these two stories mixed up, and I hope I'm not. But regardless, the meat and potatoes is still there. And, you know, he was sitting there going through. and at the end of school, 
he was just waiting for somebody to stop him, ask him how he was doing or something. And that never came and attempted to jump off the bridge to kill himself. And he, I guess he was like one of the survivors. So I hope I didn't mess that because there's two different stories that are very similar where one, um, one person, I guess they was waiting the same exact story was talking about going to kill himself and just one, that one interaction, the one person did stop him and that ensured them to continue living their life and change their life because there was good people out there. So there's two stories that are very similar. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. I hope I, I didn't screw up that, that story there. So I look forward to your book. Um, is there anything else you, before we wrap this up that you would like the listeners to learn about or uh, anything else new going on that we should be aware about? The only thing that I, I really want people to hear um, is whatever you're going through, don't give up. Because that it, the instant you give up in your business, in your life, in, in you know, obviously if you're going through a, a tough time in your relationship, um, and if it's an abusive relationship, get out. But if it's not, and, and you're just struggling in your relationship to try and figure out how to improve that, is just whatever you're struggling with, don't give up. Because as soon as you do, you never know how successful you're really going to be. Everything will come in the time that it's supposed to come. But if you give up, you'll never get to realize that. And it all just takes that one moment, that one thing, that one decision, because everything's that one decision. And I appreciate you coming on here today and talking a little bit about your story and how your, your life has kind of panned out and the, the fact of your mess, which it was, you've gone through those failures, you've gone through those those hard and trying times. Uh, the one thing we didn't speak about that maybe I should bring up really quick because you listed it, so therefore it's important. And you are a military veteran. And one of the things that talked about was PTSD. Is that something that you have had to deal with yourself? For the most part, yeah. You know, um, when, when I was getting ready to end my marriage of 20 years, um, my ex-wife, she had written me a letter. And I remember the letter had said, Todd, you need to get help. I didn't know. Like, to me, everything was normal. Um, she said that we used to argue a lot. I, I honestly don't remember ever arguing. I always thought we had a pretty docile relationship. And, um, and it wasn't until I got married to my current wife where, you know, she, she had a broken life. I had a broken life. And I started depending on, on her to make me feel better. And then as I started educating myself, I found out that, oh my gosh, I can't do that. She's got, she's got stuff to deal with on her own. I had to try and figure out how I can change my life. And then I started seeing a, you know, a psychologist and she got me moving through the, um, uh, my wife, she ended up getting me moving through the VA system. Um, but I have been dealing, dealing with it for over 20 years, 25 years. Uh, but I just didn't know. I didn't know until I saw how it was affecting people. And, you know, whether I'm withdrawn or whether I have, you know, I'm quick to anger or, you know, whether I'm confrontational, I've never really seen myself as that. 
but I had to, I had to, once I started realizing it's like, oh yeah, okay. It's starting to come to me now because I didn't know any better. And so, you know, PTSD is, is something that's very difficult. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a, a somewhat of a funny story. It wasn't funny to me at the time, but my wife and I went over to Laughlin, Nevada, over to the casinos over there, because that's where we like to go every summer. Um, and we went with her cousin and his, her cousin's girlfriend, and we ended up sharing a gummy you know, a, a, just, you know, a CBD gummy, a THC gummy, whatever it was. This is my first time I'd ever taken any kind of drug. And I grew up in a house full of drugs, but this is the first time that I'd ever done anything like that. And I had a really bad reaction and I had like this tiny little piece. It was like a piece of the ear of the bear. And it was like, I was having massive flashbacks to when I was in Iraq and we were pinned down inside of an office building. Uh, or uh, yeah, an office building. And we were waiting for backup to come and, and, you know, people were getting shot and there was just bullets flying everywhere. I didn't even know that that even happened to me until that happened. And then I started remembering back and, you know, the PTSD kind of kept that suppressed. I had never thought about it, but it was sitting in the back of my mind and it was constantly, it was, you know, coming to the forefront just without me knowing it was part of my subconscious. And uh, after, you know, going through talking with uh, psychologists and, and therapists, it all started coming out. And that's when I knew that, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I've, been, I've been dealing with this for so many years. And so now it's, it's a much different story, much different story. My wife and I have the best relationship we've ever had because I changed, I changed what was going on inside of me. I started with a growth mindset. I wish I had known this when my kids were growing up, all my kids are grown now. And, um, and then through that, she started changing all of the traumatic stuff that she went through, you know, through her childhood, through her uh, relationships uh, with ex-husbands and family and stuff like that. So that just, it became just a byproduct. And now we're growing together, which has been just amazing. It's been the most fantastic thing ever for me. You know, there's so many things I would love to sit here and talk on. And <laughs> I know we're yeah, out of time. I, I talked I talk to my dad about relationships today. And you, you never realize that necessarily what we are suppressing. And we don't know what we don't know, but we have to accept that we don't know. And there's a possible different answer out there. And we have to be open to hearing not hearing or listening to, to respond, but listening to understand and accept. And a lot of times people are just listening just to be able to combat against it. And, you know, with PTSD, there's a lot of things that we deal with on a, a daily basis that our mind is, it, it's so deep into our subconscious because the two things that deal with memory is an emotion, a strong enough emotion with an event. And those two combined, especially with military, and that's why there's you know PTSD or even outside of military, people that go through car accidents or losing loved ones, then you know it gets so embedded because of the emotion with the event. And all of that can be changed. It. It, it can be scrambled within our, our own mindset. And we start seeing things um, how we think it is instead of truly how it was. 
And the thing is, we have to separate ourselves from our own thinking and reality or even a better outcome. So I won't go any deeper, but, you know, talking about PTSD, I don't have nothing to, to speak about. My wife, you know, she sat there and she talked about maybe a month or two ago about how before she would be afraid to wake me up in the middle of the night because of the fact that I get so wired and I immediately jump up. And that's our fight or flight that is currently going on on a constant basis. Our, our body is chemically responding at that point and always awake to do something. And that's why there's so much fatigue and everything else that's currently going on. And she said, what, I think 2017 is when I retired out of the army. And I, she was saying, I, right now, she feels more comfortable to be able to wake me up and has different systems feel, to be able to do that. And it, that's huge, just to be able to understand that even years being out, my body is still reacting that way. It takes time. It takes things to be able to subconsciously unwire everything that's going on so Todd I'm gonna end this here because you and I I know we're so like-minded and personal growth is the utmost importance and I appreciate you taking and scheduling this time out of your day to actually be able to come and speak to our guests or our our podcast listeners and I talked to you before the show and some of you are wondering what's going on if you look back in the uh sexual and intimacy coach that I spoke with, uh, Brooke, and we were going to do a live video for questions and answers. And you guys definitely wanted to jump in and do this. So as I was talking with Todd, I'm going to do once a month where collectively all my guests, if they uh, would like to come on and be part of this Zoom, you guys can come in and watch this Zoom or be part of the Zoom that will be put into our Forging Life Facebook group as well. So you can ask all of these experts yourself, whatever questions that might be going on. So we'll recap what went on this past month and then be able to open the floor up to like almost a mini mastermind with these amazing guests. So Todd, you said that you would be willing to, to do this with us as well. Is that, is that right? Absolutely. 100%. I would, I would awesome. be honored. I really appreciate you opening up the, the doors for this and I'll keep in touch in regards to timeframes to do this. Okay. So uh, any other closing remarks? I know you already did once and it, what you had said was already powerful, but if not, we can go ahead and jump off and end here. So um, guys, just one more time, Todd, if you can repeat where people can go to either follow you, contact you, or even check into the 30 day entrepreneur, uh, register for your book. Can you give us those details real quick? Yeah, absolutely. My, my website is the best place to find me. It's where you can email me. It's where you can sign up for my book and get the free entrepreneur's toolkit and sign up for my course. Everything is on the website at www.toddbross, V as in Vincent, ross.com. So go check me out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm always willing to help people. And if you just want to get on a conversation or a call and and chat with me, there's a, a book a call with me uh, option on my website as well. And we'll just sit down, we'll talk for about 30 minutes and see if there's a way that I can help you leave the conversation with some actionable steps. Perfect. Thank you so much once again. And as always, everybody, make sure you make the rest of your day the best of your day. Thanks, Trey.
You're awesome. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment and head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment. So that way it will help get this episode or episodes into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there.